0: What is up guys? Welcome back to the inner athlete. This is episode number 48 and I'm actually really excited today. Um, a little nervous. I am actually streaming this not only one place, but two places today. So I'm recording it, not just for my podcast that you guys might be listening to in your car, but I'm also recording it live. So you guys can, or like I'm recording it video format too. So you guys can watch it on YouTube as well. And it's a little weird because I'm looking at myself and I don't know exactly where to look. So if I start looking down and stuff like that, bear with me. It's my first time doing this. I'm sure I'm going to get a lot better at it as I go. Uh, but today's episode topic is all about meal timing and meal frequency. And more specifically, I want to not only talk to you guys about some of the things that really don't matter and some of the things that do matter, but how to actually use meal timing to actually help you be more successful in your nutrition journey, whatever that might look like. And I'm going to start by just talking about first and foremost is the question at hand, does meal timing really matter? And I'm going to start by talking about breaking down. There's four specific people that I'm thinking about when it comes to meal timing. Okay. So person number one, you've got the athlete, AKA that's me. Uh, you're looking to compete. You're looking to perform at your best. You're really excited to be able to see what your body is capable of. You've got the person that is, I want to lose some body fat. I'm really looking to get leaner. I want to lose weight. It could be 20 pounds, 50 pounds. It could be five to 10 pounds, whatever it is you want to cut your body up a little bit. You want to look a little bit leaner. You want to be a little bit healthier. Um, person number three is maybe you're on the smaller end as a female or a male, and you're looking to build some muscle. You want to increase your size. So your training is really focused on strength. And then uh, person number four is going to be somebody that is you know what, I just want to really feel a little bit better. Maybe your energy is lacking a little bit. Maybe you're just not feeling as good as you could be. Uh, and maybe you do value the gym. You're not super performance-based, but you actually do want to feel like you have a little bit more energy for your workout. So there's four different people there. So person number one, the athlete, competitor. Person number two, trying to lose some body fat. Person number three is you're trying to build some muscle. And person number four is, Hey, I want to look good. I want to feel good. I want to live my life. And so those four people all have a different application to meal timing. And, uh, there's a little bit more importance on specific people more than others. So, before I kind of get into all the nuts and bolts of those four different people, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about some of the common things that I'm going to hear in terms of meal timing. And this is probably mostly specific for those of you guys on that end of, well, uh, normalizing energy, along with also those of you guys that are looking to lose body fat or lose weight. So, the first thing I wrote down is um, different beliefs that you guys might have. And one of them is, Fasted cardio burns more calories than fed cardio, or you're going to lose body fat faster if you're training fasted versus fed because being in a fasted state allows your body to tap into fat stores. Uh, And that's the first thing that I want to talk about today. And the truth is, it's not the truth. At the end of the day, your body's calorie needs are your calorie needs. So whether you're eating that meal and then going to work out, or you're not eating that meal and going to work out, your body's not going to burn anything more or less. Um, now, There are obviously being in a calorie deficit, and if training fasted allows you to save those calories for later in the day, you might be in a little bit more of a calorie deficit a little bit easier. Some people don't like to eat before they work out, so your performance could be negatively hindered by eating before your workout, but the overall caloric burn is not any different fasted versus fed. In fact, for some of you guys, I could say it actually might be a little bit less because if you are training uh, at a high level or high intensity and you're not eating before you train or you're not fueled before you train, you might be a little sluggish in your workout. So your output might not be as much. So, in fact, you actually might be doing yourself a disservice. Now, if you're just walking on, you know, a set of steps, or you're just, you know, going on a, a gentle walk, it's a little bit different. Um, but if you're actually doing some kind of a cardio training that is going to get your heart rate up and and create a little bit of a stress response, you actually might be better off doing it fed. Um, but the bottom line is, it doesn't really burn more calories if you are training fasted versus fed. And in fact, for some of you guys in a severe calorie deficit you actually might be sending your body the wrong signals, especially if you're not optimizing protein, which is where macros can come into play. So if you're under on protein and you're in a calorie deficit and you're doing fasted cardio, your body's getting signals that, Hey, I'm not building muscle. Uh, this muscle is really expensive to run and there's not enough calories available. So it's probably gonna start to tap into that muscle storage, uh, in order to give you guys enough energy to be able to do the cardio that you're doing. So fasted cardio, not worth it. Now, if you enjoy training fasted, that's fine. We'll go into where meal timing specifically to your post-workout might matter then. Um, Skipping breakfast is not good for the metabolism or skipping breakfast is what's damaging my metabolism. Also myth. Okay. So you don't need to worry about whether you eat breakfast um, at, you know, within a half hour of you work uh, when you're waking up. Well, I can't even talk right now within a half hour waking up or if you eat it two hours later. Um, there are a lot of studies that show that people tend to overeat later on in the day to overcompensate for lack of eating earlier in the day. Um, but once again, that's just based on a more of like a mental commitment or discipline to yourself is being accountable to how many calories you're taking in over the day and not overdoing it later in the day. If you skipped breakfast earlier in the day, but it doesn't make a difference whether you are eating breakfast at 7am or 10am, your breakfast is broke or your fat, your fat, your, you break your fast with your first meal. And for some people, um, this is where intermittent fasting might work for some people for their lifestyle. They just tend to like to eat a little bit later in the day and that works really well for them. You know, for others, it can be a little bit more of a stressor. I will say when it comes to skipping meals, um, and we're going to go into, this is more of a lifestyle thing that, Um, optimizing energy, you might actually feel better. So some people feel like they're more alert and they're more focused when they're not fed. Others find that they're a little bit fatigued. Maybe their focus is a little bit drained. Um, so it could actually have a negative impact on your energy. So if that might be you, it might be an important way to actually start to make sure that you're eating something before you get your day started. So, um, just something else to kind of consider there. Uh, and like I said, guys, this is my first time doing this, so I just have to make sure that my recording is still going on both my anchor podcast and on my YouTube. So super exciting. Um, another myth that I got uh, in terms of meal timing was uh, eating carbs at night are going to cause you to gain weight. Also a myth once again, going into the calorie intake equation, which I probably should have just started with that. Although I've had plenty of episodes that talk about that. And we all know, we hear it all the time, oh, calories in, calories out. There's a lot more to the story than that. But at the end of the day, what I'm talking about here is pretty basic. So carbs at night do not make you store fat. They don't make you gain weight. Um, Your body, whenever you guys eat, your body's not utilizing that energy right then and there anyways. In fact, you're actually going to be needing to digest it and all that stuff. So Oftentimes eating a little bit of carbs before bed can actually help you get into a little bit of a deeper sleep and you might sleep a little bit better. So, um, carbs at night, not going to make you gain weight. And this is kind of a two part is one is, um, I'm supposed to be eating every two to three hours to keep my metabolism revving. Also not the case. However, um, eating five to six times a day or every two to three hours might normalize blood sugar and it might make you feel less hungry, uh, for some eating every two to three hours can add stress to their life and it can be really difficult and it could make nutrition a little bit harder. And they might like to stick to one or two meals a day. Also fine. Most important thing is you're finding a strategy here that works best for you to be consistent. And that's the main focus of this podcast today is that I want you guys to learn that what matters most is consistency in whatever you're doing. Okay. So Let's kind of talk about those four different people and the different reasons why you might want to look at meal timing um, and meal frequency. So, Number one is that athlete. Now, depending on what kind of athlete you are, how many hours a day you're training, what that looks like, um, optimizing your training and recovery is number one. So prioritizing learning a meal timing and frequency strategy that allows you to get in the calories that you need to perform at your best and recover at your best so you can hit that next session hard is your number one priority. So meal timing matters, especially for athletes. Um, this is where if you want to make it to the top level of your sport, if you're taking the time to dial this in, you are going to have a little bit of advantage on the competition. So making sure that you're taking care of that is so big, it's going to help you not only just recover and stuff like that. This goes for those of you guys also in that field of class that like want to build some muscle, because if you're optimizing the, your body's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess your body's state is, I guess, a good word to use um, during your training and after your training. It's going to be more prime to obviously build and repair muscle tissue and all that kinds of stuff. So the more optimal you can make that state for your body, the better off you're going to be in seeing better results. So meal timing matters A lot for this goes i guess kind of for both categories building muscle and for optimizing performance and what's really key for you guys is pre-intra post-workout nutrition and then that larger meal that comes after your post-workout nutrition so i kind of look at post-workout nutrition in two phases one is what you're taking in either intra post immediately. And then the other is what you're taking in about an hour later. So that intra post workout is going to be different based on how long your sessions are. And this is where we can get really individualized. So if you have some specifics that you want me to talk to you about in in terms of your training, I can help you out with that. Good rule of thumb is if you're out, if your training is less than 60 minutes, you can totally get away with just kind of taking something in post-workout. But if you're going to like 90 to two hours, you're probably going to want to have a little intra-workout and then some post-workout after that. And then that meal afterwards is where you can have a larger amount of nutrients, um, a little bit more fiber, some veggies and things like that to help get your body some of the antioxidants that it needs to hopefully help you reduce any inflammation from your training. So pre-intra, post-workout matter a lot. Um, Let's talk about another reason uh, that you might want to be prioritizing that pre inter and post-workout. And this is going to be for that person number two who is in that fat loss phase. Um, Oftentimes, if you're in a fat loss phase, well, all the time, you need to be in a calorie deficit, which means you're giving your body less calories than it needs to maintain. So what's going to happen, though, is your body is going to try and adapt, and you are going to see some changes in your energy levels throughout the day and stuff like that. However, if you are prioritizing your pre and your post workout, you can really protect that time and allow your output to be as high as it should be to optimize that training environment and get you the most bang for your buck. At the end of the day, when you're playing with less calories, you want to make sure that you're optimizing every bit of those calories. And that's why I'm a big proponent also, not only for just tracking macros, but making sure that you're getting in high quality macronutrients. So that's really important for you guys in that fat loss phase. Another reason for meal timing that is really important is honestly, like I already mentioned, but normalizing blood sugar and preventing any crazy drops in energy levels. And there's two pieces of this, not only meal timing and meal frequency, but also the contents of that meal. So if you're eating something that's super high in sugar, super high in in just carbohydrates and not getting in other things that blunt that high glycemic response, you are going to have that energy high and that energy low, just like you would get with a caffeine drink. So you want to make sure that you're eating the right portions of foods throughout the day um, in a good amount of protein carbs and fats with a little bit of fiber sprinkled in and some veggies and stuff like that to kind of make sure that you're getting a good, good balance of nutrients to prevent that crash. But meal timing plays a huge factor in this too, because if you are, you know, trying to optimize your energy levels, you're going to learn what foods feel really good and give you a lot of energy and which foods don't make you feel any better. And maybe they're not really as beneficial for you to feel your best. When you find those foods that make you like perk up and make you feel good, those are the ones you want to be eating more of. And, and that's where like meal timing and frequency can become individualized and you can start to work to develop uh, a meal plan that works really well for you. So the other reason for meal timing and meal frequency, and this is a really important one, especially for females, you have no idea how many people struggle with getting their protein in. In fact, maybe you do, cause maybe that's you. I can't seem to hit my protein number. I can't seem to hit my protein number. If you're eating five to six times a day and you're saying every meal, every snack starts with protein, now you've got a strategy for hitting that protein number. And it's a lot more manageable that way. And so I think that getting in your protein intake in um and obviously in balance throughout the day is gonna make it a lot easier if you're just sprinkling it in versus sitting down with a whole pound of chicken at, at dinner time. Um and, and this also goes also I had written down just your nutrients in general. Your body's going to absorb nutrients a lot better if you're giving it in small doses. You know, nobody wants to walk around feeling like they have a food baby, you know, especially when it's coming from broccoli and and chicken and not from, you know, tortilla chips and salsa, right? So you don't want to walk around feeling like you have a food baby all day. So if you're balancing, if you're breaking those higher quality foods down throughout the day, you're not going to have that overarching feeling of fullness. And, And that can actually help you kind of feel really good throughout your day. So those are all kind of like the reasons, for meal timing and and kind of meal frequency strategy, who it matters the most for. And I kind of already said this, but I want to really reiterate is those of you guys that are really looking to optimize performance, optimize fat loss and optimize building muscle. Actually, what am I saying? It matters the most for all of you. (laughs) What it doesn't matter for is for actual overall weight loss. So your meal timing isn't necessarily going to change Your results on the scale. However, what I'm going to go into now is how this can actually help you if you are like, I just want to lose some weight. I'm not really so concerned about any of those specific things. All of those things are going to happen for all of you. The more important you spend on this stuff, the better off you're going to be. But This can be a huge help for those of you guys that are trying to dial in nutrition and you have no way, nowhere to start. You're kind of like starting from scratch. going to flip my little book over. I actually don't even have that many notes, but I just want to make sure I'm covering everything. Um, So as I've already mentioned, it doesn't really matter for your overall calorie intake, all of that kinds of stuff. However, it can matter for your consistency with your nutrition plan. Because a lot of people that start a nutrition plan that have never done it before, uh, especially if you're coming from a very chaotic lifestyle, your nutrition follows suit with that. And if you're trying to learn how to eat like the right way, if you take the time to say, okay, I'm going to have these foods at these times, it's going to make you more disciplined with your nutrition. Just like you have a kid in school who has Algebra at 9 a.m. and then English at 10 a.m. and then lunch at 11 a.m. and then they have practice at 4 p.m. Just like your work schedule, you have meetings and things like that that you adhere to. If every day was just a free for all, you would probably not be very productive in your life. And it's the exact same way with your nutrition. So when it comes to meal timing, the um, the the whole nuance stuff of like how many times a day, um, with the frequency of it, to cardio, all that, all that stuff is great, but it's really not that important. But developing a structure and a system to your nutrition and meal timing that works for you and your lifestyle that is consistent from day to day is going to allow you to see better results because you're going to be more consistent with that. And at the end of the day, when it comes to getting results, consistency is key. Perfection's not going to do you anything if it only happens for one day. But if you're consistent with your habits day after day, it's going to be a lot easier. And over time, you'll be able to learn how to take the structure away a little bit and be a little bit more flexible. And this is where I'm not like a proponent for people doing like, I'm going to eat the same thing every day. But in the beginning, that can be a super helpful way for them to just get an understanding of like what they should be eating to hit their calorie and macronutrient goals getting in some nutrition, and then they can start to do what I call plug and play, where they're just kind of like maybe swapping out oats for whole grain toast, or they're swapping out sweet potato for rice, or they're swapping out chicken for fish, and they're doing barbecue sauce versus teriyaki sauce. Now you're developing a strategy for plug and play that makes your food a little bit more enjoyable, a little bit more variety, um, but still keeps you consistent to your, your daily structure. So meal timing matters. At the end of the day it doesn't matter for your overall fat loss results directly but it matters indirectly and that's one of the reasons why the other reason i'm going to talk to you about why meal timing might matter once or as well it comes down to what i mentioned before which is overall energy if you have more energy guess what's going to happen I'm sure you guys can all relate to um you know you're obviously you woke up and you feel great and you like want to tackle the world and you're cleaning your closet and you're going to clean the car and you're doing these things like you're just moving all day okay when you have more energy you're going to burn more calories because you're likely going to your lifestyle is going to use up that energy you're going to be what's called a hyper responder you're going to take in calories and you're going to want to use those calories and this is where I can go back to my last zoom which is on YouTube from last week is you guys that are always chronically under eating are blunting your body's ability to do that. So meal timing and making sure that you're optimizing your energy throughout the day is going to allow you to feel better. You're going to move more. You're going to burn more calories. So it's not going to change how many calories you're taking in. It's going to indirectly affect how many calories are going out by having more energy available. So that's it guys. Um, I hope you guys got some value out of this podcast episode. And if you're watching on YouTube, this is So new to me. So uh, give me some feedback. Um, I feel like I need to like, I don't know, maybe make my apartment look more like a YouTube studio or something like that. Maybe that's coming or fix my camera angle or I don't know, uh, but I'll get into that. And if you're listening on, on my podcast on Spotify or Apple, thank you so much for following me. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I've got some really cool things coming up, which is the other other reason why I started the YouTube channel. Uh, with the rebranding of my company as Fit Body RX, I'm super excited to be stepping into the role as CEO and owner and being able to bring on a couple of coaches to create uh, more things for you guys and be able to do this kind of stuff more and be able to put myself in front of you guys more and and having more energy to just give you guys more stuff for free at no charge, just to be able to, to provide value. So if you guys have anything in particular that you need help with, let me know. I am offering free metabolic assessments. Um, as always, I always have free calls with you guys if you guys want to, but I really want to be able to help you guys dive into, hey, why am I not seeing any progress despite all of my hard work in the gym? So if that's you and you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening on Spotify or YouTube or or Apple, (laughs) let me know. Um, Guys, have an amazing week. I'll talk to you all next week.